0: The History of Joseph the Carpenter. If you would like to read along with us, this is available at scriptural-truth.com backslash pdf apocrypha, the history of Joseph the Carpenter.pdf. There was a man whose name was Joseph sprung from a family of Bethlehem, a town of Judah in the city of King David. This same man, being well furnished with wisdom and learning, was made a priest in the temple of the Lord. He was, besides skillful in his trade, which was that of a carpenter, and after the manner of all men, he married a wife. Moreover, he begot for himself sons and daughters, four sons, namely, and two daughters. Now these are their names, Judas, Justus, James, and Simon. The names of the two daughters were Asia and Lydia. At length, the wife of righteous Joseph, a woman intent on the divine glory in all her works, departed this life. But Joseph, that righteous man, my father after the flesh, and the spouse of my mother Mary, went away with his sons to his trade, practicing the art of a carpenter. Now, When righteous Joseph became a widower, my mother Mary, blessed and holy and pure, was already twelve years old. For her parents offered her in the temple when she was three years old, and she remained in the temple of the Lord nine years. Then when the priests saw that the virgin, holy and God-fearing, was growing up, they spoke to each other, saying, Let us search out a man. Righteous and pious, to whom Mary may be entrusted until the time of her marriage, lest if she remained in the temple it happen to her as is wont to happen to women, and lest on that account we sin and God be angry with us. Therefore, they immediately sent out and assembled twelve old men of the tribe of Judah, and they wrote down the names of the twelve tribes of Israel. And the lot fell upon the pious old man, righteous Joseph. Then the priest answered and said to the blessed mother, The priest said to the mother, Go with Joseph and be with him till the time of your marriage. Righteous Joseph therefore received my mother and led her away to his own house. And Mary found James the less in his father's house, broken hearted and sad on the account of the loss of his mother, and she brought him up. Hence, Mary was called the mother of James, Luke 24. Thereafter, Joseph left her at home and went away to the shop where he wrought at his trade of a carpenter. And after the Holy Virgin spent uh, two years in his house, her age was exactly 14 years, including the time at which he received her. As I chose, as I, and I chose her of my own will. Yes. With the concurrence of my father and the counsel of the Holy Spirit. And I was made flesh of her, a mystery by a mystery which transcends the grasp of created reason and 3 months after her conception the righteous man joseph returned from the place where he worked at his trade and when he found my virgin mother pregnant uh, he was greatly perplexed and thought of sending her away secretly matthew 119 but from fear and sorrow, and the anguish of his heart, he could endure neither to eat nor drink that day. But at midday there appeared to him in a dream the prince of the angels, the holy Gabriel, furnished with a command from my father and said to him, Joseph, son of David, fear not to take Mary as your wife, for she has conceived of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, whose name shall be called Jesus. He it is who shall rule all nations with a rod of iron. Having thus spoken, the angel departed from him, and Joseph rose from his sleep, and did as the angel of the Lord had said to him, and Mary abode with him. Matthew one twenty. Sometime after that, there came forth an order from Augustus Caesar, the king, that all the habitable world should be enrolled, each man in his own city. The old man, therefore, righteous Joseph, rose up and took the Virgin Mary and came to Bethlehem, because the time of her bringing forth was at hand. Joseph then inscribed his name in the list for son, no, Joseph Joseph the son of David, whose spouse Mary was was of the tribe of Judah. And indeed, Mary, my mother, brought me forth in Bethlehem in a cave near the tomb of Rachel, the wife of the patriarch Jacob, the mother of Joseph and Benjamin. But yeah, you know, in Argo, Satan went and told, his, told this to Herod the Great, yada yada, the father of Archelaus, and it was this same Herod who ordered my friend and relative John, friend and relative John, to be beheaded, according to, accordingly he searched for me diligently, thinking that my kingdom was to be of (laughs) this world, John 18, 36, but Joseph, that pious old man, was warned of this by a dream, therefore he rose and took my mother Mary, and I lay in her bosom. Salome also was their fellow traveler. Having therefore set out from home, he retired into Egypt and remained there the space of one whole year until the hatred of Herod passed away. Now Herod died by the worst form of death, atoning for the shedding of the blood of the children whom he wickedly cut off. Though there was no sin in them, and that impious tyrant Herod being dead, they returned into the land of Israel and lived in a city of Galilee, which is called Nazareth. And Joseph, coming back to his trade of being a carpenter, earned his living by the work of his hands. For as the law of Moses had commanded, he never sought to live for nothing by another's labor. Genesis 3.19. At length, by increasing years, the old man arrived at a very advanced age. He did not, however, labor under any bodily weakness, nor had his sight failed, nor had any tooth perished from his mouth In mind. Also, for the whole time of his life, he never wondered. But like a boy, he always in his business displayed youthful vigor. Oh, yeah, and his limbs remained unimpaired and free from all pain. His life then in all amounted to one hundred and eleven, his old age being prolonged to the utmost limit. Uh, now, uh, Justice and Simeon, the elder sons of Joseph, were married. And had families of their own. Both the daughters were likewise married and lived in their own houses. So there remained in Joseph's house, Judas and James the Less, J. J. L., and my Virgin Mother. I moreover dwelt along with them, not otherwise than if I had been one of their son- uh, one of his sons. But I passed all my life without fault. Mary, I called my mother and Joseph father, and I obeyed them in all that they said. Nor did I ever contend against them, but complied with their commands, as other men whom earth produces were wont to do. I mean, I nor did I at any time arouse their anger or give any word or answer in opposition to them. On the contrary, I, I cherished them with great love, like the pupil of my eye. Apple of my eye, New York, big apple, whatever. It came to pass after these things that the death of that old man, that pious Joseph, and his departure from this world were approaching, as happens to other men who owe their origin to this earth. And as his body was verging on dissolution, an angel of the Lord informed him that his death was now close at hand. Therefore fear and great perplexity came upon him. So he rose and went to Jerusalem, and going into the temple of the Lord, he poured out his prayers there before the sanctuary and said thus, O God, author of all my consolation, God of all compassion, the Lord of the whole human race, God of my own soul, body, and spirit, with supplications I reverence you, O Lord and my God, If now my days are ended and the time draws near when I must leave this earth, I beseech you, send me the great Michael, the prince of your holy angels, let him remain with me that my wretched soul may depart from this afflicted body without trouble, without terror and impatience, for great fear and intense sadness take hold of all bodies on the day of their death, whether it be man or woman, beast, wild or tame, or whatever creeps on the ground or flies in the air. At the last, all creatures under heaven in whom is the breath of life are struck with horror and their souls depart from their bodies with strong fear and great depression. Oh, therefore, oh Lord, my God, let your holy angel be present with his help to my soul and body until they shall be... All right, I'll be right back. Now, therefore, oh Lord, my, my God... Let your holy angel be present with his help to my soul and body until we shall dissever from each other. And let not the face of the angel appointed my guardian from the day of my birth be turned away from me. But may he be the companion of my journey even until he bring me to you. Let his countenance be pleasant and gladsome to me. And let him accompany me in peace and let not demons of frightful aspect come near me in the way in which I am to go and until I come to you in bliss and not and let not the doorkeepers hinder my soul from entering paradise and do not uncover my sins and expose me to condemnation before your terrible tribunal let let, let not the lions rush in upon me, nor, nor, nor let the waves of the sea of fire overwhelm my soul. For this must every soul pass through. Before I have seen the glory of your Godhead, O oh God most righteous Judge, and who in justice, who in. In whom justice and equi- equi- equity wilt judge mankind, and wilt render upon each one according to his work. O oh Lord and my God, I beseech you, be present to me in your compassion, and enlighten my path that I may come to you, for you are a fountain overflowing with all good things and with glory forevermore. Amen. And it came to pass thereafter when he returned to his own home in the city of Nazareth that he was seized by disease and had to keep his bed um, bedridden. And it was at this time that he died according to the destiny of all mankind, for this disease was very heavy upon him, and he had never been ill as he, is, as he now was from the day of his birth, and thus assuredly it pleased Christ to order the destiny of righteous Joseph, he lived forty years unmarried. Therefore, his wife remained under his care 49 years, she was sick, he took care of her for an additional 49 years after not being married, a bachelor for 40 years, and then died. So he was 89. A year after her death, my mother, how does that work out, the 40 years, he lived 40, 40 years unmarried, thereafter his wife remained under his care 49 years, and then died. And a year after her death, my mother, the Blessed Mary, was entrusted to him by the priest that he should keep her until the time of her marriage. She spent two years in his house. And in the third year of her stay with Joseph, uh, it was the 15th year of her age, she brought me forth on earth by a mystery. Which no can don't even try, no creation can penetrate or understand except myself and my father and the Holy Spirit consisting one essence with myself. The whole age of my father, therefore, that righteous old man was one hundred and eleven years, my father in heaven having so decreed. And the day on which so he must be married. 89 minus 111, you guys do the math. And the day on which his soul left his body was the 26th of the month, Abib. For now the fine gold began to lose its splendor and the silver to be worn down by use. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean this understanding and this wisdom, okay? That he also loathed food and drink and lost all his skills in his trade of carpentry. Nor did he have really... Nor did he any more pay attention to it. I mean, like, you're almost dying, you know. Golden years, you know, passed, all that. Anyways, it came to pass then in the early dawn of the 26th of the month called Abib that Joseph, that righteous old man, I like to call him, laying in his bed was giving up his unquiet soul it was not quiet anymore. He's been silent too long. Wherefore, he opened his mouth with many sighs. My father was doing this, you guys, me, Celeste. My father, he just, I didn't understand it at the time, but reading this, it just helps me understand everything that's been happening in my own life, you know? Listener, whatever, go back to the story. Lying in his bed was giving up his unquiet soul. Wherefore he opened his mouth with many sighs and struck his hands one against the other with loud cries "Ah <laughs> like I see I see men do this, I totally understand now, mm. now I do, and spoke after the following manner: "Woe to the day on which I was born into this world, oh, sounds like a husband right now, woe to the womb which bare me." Whoa, I'm so done with this world. Woe to the bowels which admitted me. Woe to the breast that suckled me. Woe to the feet upon which I sat and rested. Woe to the hands which carried me and reared me until I grew up. For I was conceived in iniquity, and in sins did my mother desire me. Woe to my tongue oh, and my lips, which have brought forth and spoken vanity, distraction, detraction, falsehood, ignorance, derision, idle tales, craft, and... Hypocrisy. Uh Woe to my eyes, which have looked upon scandalous things. Woe to mine ears, which have delighted in the words of slanderers. Yeah. Woe to my hands, which have seized what did not of right belong to them. Yeah. Woe to my belly and my bowels, which have lusted for food unlawful to be eaten. Candy, anyone? Woe to my throat, which like a fire has consumed all that it found. Woe. To my feet, which have often walked in ways displeasing to God. Woe to my body and woe to my miserable soul, which has already turned aside from God, its maker. What shall I do when I arrive at that place where I must stand before the most righteous judge? Capital J. And when he call, and when he shall call me to account for the works which I have heaped up in my youth, Woe to every man dying in his sins. Assuredly, that same dreadful hour which came upon my father Jacob, Matthew one sixteen, when his soul was flying forth from his body, is now, behold, near at hand for me. Oh, how wretched I am this day, and worthy of lamentation. But God alone is the, is the disposer of my soul and body. He also will deal with them, after his own good pleasure. These were the words spoken by Joseph, that righteous old man, and I, going in beside him, found his soul exceedingly troubled, for he was in great perplexity. And I said to him, Hail, my father Joseph, you righteous man, how is it with you? And he answered, All hail, my well-beloved son. Indeed, the agony and fear of death have already environed like environment, environed me. But as soon as I heard your voice, my soul was at rest. Oh, Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus, my savior, Jesus, the deliverer of my soul, Jesus, my protector, Jesus. Oh, sweetest name in my mouth, in the mouth of all those who love it. Oh, eye which sees and ear which hears, hear me. I am your servant. This day I most humbly reveren- reverence you, and before your face I pour out my tears. You are altogether my God. You are my Lord. As the angels has told me twice without number, t- t- told me times without number, and especially. On that day, when my soul was driven about with oh, perverse thoughts about the pure and blessed Mary. Who was carrying you in her womb and I. And whom I was thinking of secretly sending away, and I was. And while I was thus meditating, behold, there appear to me in my rest, angels of the Lord, saying to me in my wonderful mystery, in a wonderful mystery, O oh Joseph, you son of David, fear not to take Mary as your wife and do not grieve her soul, nor speak unbecoming words of her conception, because she is with the child of the Holy Spirit and shall bring forth a son whose name shall be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Do not for this cause wish me evil, O Lord, for I was ignorant of the mystery of your birth. I call to mind also, my Lord, that that day when the boy died of the bite of the serpent. Remember that day? And his relations wished to deliver you to Herod, remember? Saying that you had killed him. But you raised him from the dead and restored him to them. But then I went up to you and I took all of your hands saying, My son, take care of yourself. But you said to me in reply, You are not my father after the flesh? Question mark, I shall teach you who I am. <sighs> now, therefore, O Lord and my God, do not be angry with me or contend me on account of that hour. I am your servant and the son of your handmaiden, but you are my Lord and my God and Savior. Most surely the Son of God. When my father, had, my father Joseph had thus spoken, he was unable to weep more. I say, I saw that death now had dominion over him. And my mother, virgin, undefiled, rose and came to me saying, Oh, my son, (laughs) this pious old man Joseph is now dying. And I answered, Oh, my dearest mother, assuredly upon all creatures produced in this world, the same necessity of death lies, for death holds sway over the whole human race. Even you, oh, my virgin mother, must look for the same end of life as other mortals and yet your death as also the death of this pious man is not death but life enduring to eternity nay more even I must die as concerns the body which I have received from you but rise O my venerable mother and go to Joseph go into him that blessed old man in order that you may see what will happen as his soul ascends from his body? My undefiled Mother Mary therefore went and entered the place where Joseph was, and I was sitting at his feet looking at him, for the signs of death already appeared in his countenance. And that blessed old man raised his head and kept his eyes fixed on my but I had no power of speaking to me. He had no power of speaking on account of the agonies of death which held him in their grasp. But he kept fetching many sighs, and I held his hands for a whole hour, and he turned his face to me and made signs for me not to leave him. Therefore I put my hand upon his breast and perceived his soul now near his throat, preparing to depart from its receptacle. And when my virgin mother saw me touching his body, she also touched his feet. And finding them already dead and destitute of heat, she said to me, Oh, my blessed son, assuredly his feet are already beginning to stiffen. They're so cold as snow. Accordingly, she summoned his sons and daughters and said to them, come as many as there are of you, and go to your father, for surely he is now at the point, the very point of death. And his daughter Acia answered and said, "Woes me, O my brothers. This is certainly the same disease that my beloved mother died of. And she lamented and shed tears, and all Joseph's other children mourned along with her. And also my mother Mary wept along and turning my eyes toward the region of the south, I saw death already approaching, and all Gehenna with him, closely attended by his armies and his satellites, and their clothes, their faces, and their mouths poured forth flames, and when my father Joseph saw them coming straight to him, his eyes dissolved in tears. And at the same time he groaned after a strange manner, Accordingly, when I saw the vehemence of his sides, I drove back death. <laughs> and all the host of servants which accompany him. And I called upon my good father, saying, O Father of all mercy, I, E Y, E, I which see, and ear which hear, hearken to my prayers and supplications on behalf of the old man Joseph, and send Michael, the prince of your angels, and Gabriel, the herald of light, and, the, and all the light of your angels, and let their whole array walk with the soul of my father Joseph, until they have shall have conducted it to you. This is the hour in which my father. Therefore, Mark, Michael and Gabriel came to the soul of my father, Joseph, and took it, and wrapping it in a shining wrapper. Shining wrapper, you got to hear this. Thus he committed his spirit into the hands of my good father, and he bestowed upon him peace. Yet, But as yet, none of his children knew that he had fallen asleep, and the angels preserved his soul from the demons of darkness which were in the way and praised God even until they conducted it into the dwelling place of the pious. Now his body was lying prostrate and bloodless. Wherefore, I reached forth my hand and put right his eyes and shut his mouth and said to the Virgin Mary, My mother, where is the skill which he showed in all the time that he lived in this earth? Lo, it has perished as if it had never existed. And when his children heard me speaking with my mother, the pure virgin, they knew that he had already breathed his last. And they shed tears and lamented. But I said to them, Assuredly the death of your father is not death, but life after life ever lasting. For he has been freed from the troubles of this life and has passed to perpetual and everlasting rest when they heard these words they rent their clothes and wept and indeed the inhabitants of nazareth and galilee having heard of their lamentation flocked to them and wept for from the third hour even to the ninth And at the ninth hour, they all went together to Joseph's bed, and they lifted his body after they had anointed it with costly ointments. But I entreated my father in the prayer of the celestials, that same prayer which my own, with my own hand I made before I was carried in the womb of Virgin Mary. And as soon as I had finished it and pronounced the amen, a great multitude of angels came up and I ordered two of them to stretch out their shining garments and to wrap in them the body of Joseph, the blessed old man. And I spoke to Joseph and said, the smell or corruption of death shall not have dominion over you. Nor shall a worm ever come forth from your body. Not a single limb of it shall be broken. Nor shall any hair on your head be changed. Nothing of your body shall perish. O oh, my father Joseph, but it will remain entire and uncorrupted. Even until the banquet of the thousand years. And whosoever shall make an offering on the day of your remembrance. Him will I bless and recompense in the congregation of the virgins. And whosoever shall give food to the wretched, the poor, the widows, the orphans, or the work from the work of his hands on the day on which your memory shall be celebrated and in your name shall not be in want of good things in the all the days of his life, and uh, whosoever shall have given a cup of water or of wine to drink to the widow or orphan in their name, I will give him to you, that you may go in with him to the banquet of the thousand years, and every man who shall present an offering on the day of your commemoration will I bless and recompense in the church of the virgins. For one, 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 I will render unto him thirty, sixty, and a hundred. And whosoever write the history of your life, of your labor, and of your departure from this world, and this narrative that has issued from my mouth, Um, him shall I commit to your keeping as long as he shall have to do with this life. And... When his soul departs from the body and when he must leave this world, I will burn the book of his sins, nor will I torment him with any punishment on the day of judgment, but I shall cross the sea of flames and shall not go through it without But he shall cross the sea of flames and shall go through it without trouble or pain. And uh, upon every poor man who can give some of those things which I mentioned in this uh, incumbent, vis-a-vis if a son is born to him, he shall call his name Joseph, or there shall not take place in that house either poverty or any sudden death forever. Yeah, no sudden death, forever. All right, 26. Oh, hold on. Oh, okay. 27. Thereafter, the chief men of the city came together to the place where the body of the blessed old man Joseph had been laid, bringing with them burial clothes, and they wished to wrap it up with them after the manner in which the Jews are wont to arrange their dead bodies, and they perceived that he kept his shroud fast, for it adhered to the body in such a way that when they wished to take it off, it was found to be like iron, impossible to be moved or loosened, nor could they find any ends in that piece of linen, which struck them with the greatest astonishment. In length, they carried him out to a place where there was a cave and an opened gate that they might bury his body inside the bodies of his fathers. Then there came into my mind the day on which he walked with me into Egypt and that extreme trouble which he endured on my account. Accordingly, I bewailed his death for a long time. And laying upon his body, I said, O death, who make us all knowledge to vanish away and raises so many tears and lamentations, surely it is God my Father Himself who has a, granted you this power. For men die for the transgression of Adam and his wife Eve, and death spares not so much as one. Nevertheless, nothing happens to anyone or is brought upon him without the command of my father there have certainly been men who have prolonged their life even to 900 years but they died yeah though some of them have lived longer they have uh with not with notwithstanding succumbed to the same fate nor has any one of them ever said i have not tasted death for the lord never sends the same punishment more than once since it has pleased my father to bring it upon men. And at the very moment when it going forth beholds the command descending to it from heaven, it says, I will go forth against that man and will greatly move him. Then, without delay, it makes an onset on the soul and obtains the mastery of it, doing with it whatever it will. For, because Adam did not the will of my father, but transgressed his commandment, the wrath of my father was kindled against him, and he doomed him to death, and thus it was that death came into the world. For, because Adam did not the will of my father, but transgressed his commandment, the wrath of my father was kindled against him and he doomed him to death. And thus, it was that death came into the world. But if Adam had observed my father's precepts, if he, death would never have fallen to this his lot. Think you that I can ask my father to send me a Cherry to fire? Dun 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 to King two first eleven. Dun 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 I think that I can ask my good father to send me a chariot of fire, which may take up the body of my father Joseph and convey it to the place of rest. Yeah. But I can ask my good father to send me a chariot of fire, which may take up the body of my father Joseph to, um, you know, dwell with the saints. What do you think? Sounds good. You want you want to, you want to see Father Joseph in heaven? I do. I do. In order that it may dwell with the spirits, but, not, but on account of the transgression of Adam. That trouble and violence of death has descended upon all the human race and it is for this cause that I must die according to the flesh for my work which I have created that they may obtain grace. Having thus spoken, I embraced the body of my father Joseph and wept over it. And they opened the door of the tomb and placed his body in it near the body of his father, Jacob. And at the time when he fell asleep, he had fulfilled a 111 years. Never did a tooth in his mouth hurt him, nor was his eyesight rendered less sharp, nor his body bent, nor his strength impaired. But he worked at his trade of a carpenter to the very last day of his life. And it was the 6th and 20th of the month, Abib. Whoa, and guys, what is going on here, right? Dude, this is, this is, wow. Anyways, and we, the apostles, when we heard these things from our Savior, rose up joyfully and prostrated ourselves in honor of him and said, oh, our Savior, show us your grace. Now, indeed, we have heard the word of life. Nevertheless, we wonder, oh, our Savior, at the fate of What about Enoch and Elias? I always, I'm still wondering about that. And as much as they did not have to undergo death, like, dude, what, hello? Uh, hand raised. For truly they dwell in the habitation of the righteous even to the present day, nor have their bodies seen corruption. Yet that old man Joseph the carpenter was nevertheless your father after the flesh. And you have ordered us to go into all the world and preach the holy gospel. You have said, relate to them the death of my father Joseph and celebrate to him with annual solemnity of festival and sacred day, and whosoever shall take anything away from this narrative or add anything to it commits a sin. Revelations 22. Uh, We wonder especially that Joseph, even from that day on which you were born in Bethlehem, called you his son after the flesh. Wherefore then, did you not make him immortal as well as them? And you said that he was righteous and chosen. And our Savior answered and said, Indeed, the prophecy of my father upon Adam, for his disobedience, has now been fulfilled. And all things are arranged according to the will and the pleasure of my father. For if a man rejects the commandment of God and follows the works of the devil by committing sin, his life is prolonged. Yeah. And follows the works of the devil by committing sin, his life is prolonged. One more time. Why do good people die? Young. The... And follows the works of the devil by committing sin. His life is prolonged. For he is preserved in order that he may perhaps repent. Divine mercy. And reflect that he must be delivered into the hands of death. Think about it. Chew on it. But if anyone has been zealous of good works, his life also is prolonged. Ah... That as the fame of his old age increases, upright men may imitate him, but when you see a man whose mind is prone to anger, assuredly his days are shortened, for it is these that are taken away in the flower of their age. Every prophecy, therefore, which my father has pronounced concerning the sons of men must be fulfilled in every particular. But with reference to Enoch and Elias and how they remained alive all this day, I did say that, didn't I? And how they remain alive to this day, uh, keeping the same bodies with which they were born and as to what concerns my father Joseph, who has not been allowed as well as they to remain in the body. Indeed, though a man live in the world many myriad of years, nonetheless, nevertheless, at some time or other, he is compelled to exchange life for death. And I say to you, O oh my brethren, that they also, Enoch and Elias, Revelation 11, must, towards the end of time, return into the world and die. In the day, namely, of commotion, commotion terror, perplexity, affliction, whatever you call it. For Antichrist will slay four. Count of one, two, three, four. Say, say four. She. Four. Quad. Quatro. Four bodies. For Antichrist will slay four bodies and will pour out their blood like water because of the reproach to which they shall expose him. And the ignominy with which they in their lifetime shall brand him when they reveal his impiety and we said oh our lord our god and savior who are those four whom you have said antichrist will cut off from the reproach they bring upon him people this is the last paragraph the Lord answered, They are Enoch, Elias, Sheila, and Tabitha. That's the third one I never heard of. Shila. S H S C H. Like school? S C H I L A. Enoch, Elias, Sheila, and Tabitha. When we heard this from our Savior, we rejoiced and exalted, and we offered all glory, and Thanksgiving is coming up, by the way, to the Lord God. We'll continue Thanksgiving right after we finish Halloween. Duh. Okay. And Thanksgiving to the Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. He is, last sentence, you guys. He, it is, to whom is due glory, honor, dignity, dominion, power, and praise, as well as to the Father with him. And to the Holy Spirit that gives life henceforth and in all time forever. Amen. Bye bye. Baby Grant.